Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Hooked on Fantasy. I'm joined by my always handsome as ever co-host, Akash, who I'm trying to get to change his profile picture on Twitter to his handsome face. Akash, how we doing? Doing great, man. Just vibing. Immaculate. Vibing? Look at the new, yeah. new overlay, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah, you like it? Christmas. I'm here to stay. You're not getting rid of me? Yeah, Akash's name's actually on the thing now. Even though we don't go live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Yeah, ignore the live every Tuesday, because we... Stick to no schedule. We, we are no held down by no one. Yeah, we have no schedule. We cannot be contained. Uh, also, shout out to Will sitting here gaming in the background. Hi, Will. Excellent. He'll, okay, we have a really fun show today. Actually, it's going to be rapid fire style. We have a hot take or like a bold prediction kind of thing for every mm-hmm. single NFL team. Um, yeah. We kind of ran out of the gas on the end here, but <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We're going to rapid fire them uh, one team at a time, kind of going in my order because my order is a lot different than Akash's for some reason because I'm an idiot. It's fine. And then, uh, we're going to say valid or nah for every take because, you know, is it valid or not? About it. And then if we if we have a huge disagreement, we'll we'll rule in favor or not in favor. I can't point in here um, based on if he likes it or not. All right, let's get, let's get, this, uh, get this thing started. Starting off, I have the Buffalo Bills. Um, my take for the Bills is Emmanuel Sanders is a top 30 wide receiver. Oh, that's pretty hot. Since uh, like- valid or nah? Nah. Because he signed severely in play last year, and he's like 35 now. Will says nah. Akash, what's yours? My very, very hot take that I don't even believe myself, that's why it's called a hot take, is that Dawson Knox is second on the team in targets. Dawson Knox? Yeah. I mean, it's open, right? There's an uncertainty with everyone. There's question marks. So there's room for him to slip in, maybe. You know, it's it'll be hard, but that's why it's a hot take. We're not here to be boring. That is not valid. Will pop on that? Uh, no. Nah. But okay, two nahs to start. That's always. I would say not nah if I heard that in a nah, show. Like, <laughs> you said not too. Like a hot take. We're not here to be boring. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, next we have I have the Miami Dolphins. Uh, mine is Tua finishes outside the top twenty quarterbacks. Valid or not? Not valid. I, I like Tua a lot. Valid. Will valid. Yeah, I think he's a he's a good passer. Offers okay. a little bit. Offers a little bit on the ground. I think that'll help him sneak in the top twenty at worst. But I also think he's a good passer with good weapons. For Miami, I have Fuller finishes top 24. Even with his missed game, I think he still gets there right now. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think he's a great, great player. Really, he gets um, too much hate from all the narratives of injury prone. He was only good when he had the beaver steroids. <laughs> and he's just gone too far. Last year, he was um, top 12 um, in the games that he played even with leaving a game early. And, um, you know, he gets a little bit of a QB downgrade. Everyone hates on him with that. But really, I think Tua's a good quarterback. I think Fuller is clearly the best uh, receiving weapon on their team, even though ADP doesn't reflect that. I think he can really do it. Yo! Come on, timer going off during the recording? That's a massive L. Okay, anyway, moving forward. <laughs> For the Patriots, I just have – no actual take. It just says Mac Jones is daddy. Valid or not? Not, not valid. Will, no. is it valid or not? Mac Jones is daddy. Fantasy or what? Uh, this is fantasy, but I just think he's going to be daddy regardless. No. Yeah. Rookie quarterback who offers nothing on the ground and has. Okay, fine. It was a bit of a cop out. Bit of a cop out, but I just think Mac Jones is daddy. Akash, uh, moving forward, please. Uh, yeah, I think Jacoby leads the. Uh, Team and targets, and both top ends finish outside of top 12. I think that's valid, but is that hot? I don't even know. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I'm, maybe it's take lock, but I was on the Kobe train when I could get him in round 22 of Dynasty Draft. So 
like you know, yeah, I'm like, not. I'm not hopping on this train late. I've got on the ground floor for sure. All right. Well, before we started recording, Kosh, you said you were rising on this guy daily. So let's see what you think about this one. I said that uh, Zach Wilson outscores Justin Fields in points per game. Hmm. Okay. I would disagree because of rushing, but you know, Zach Wilson not, not a bad QB. I think I was just uh, very pissed that he was going to go second to the Jets instead of Fields, even though I'm not even anywhere close to a Jets fan. I just thought Fields deserved to go second overall. So I was hating on him a bit, but I've grown on him. He can be a self-service QB. He's going the very end of drafts. He's not. He doesn't offer like zero on the ground like Mac Jones does, and he has better weapons than Mac Jones, I would think. And so I think really? he, I don't know. I feel like they're kind of equal yeah. weapons, honestly. Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, I think they're by themselves better than the common. I mean, Johnny and Henry are nice. They're okay. They're still mediocre. They're not mediocre. They're still okay tight ends, right? That's fair. Wide receivers right. are always king in, the, in today's NFL, but moving on yeah. to the Baltimore Ravens. No, I didn't say my take. Oh yeah, you literally shut up. I don't care. Just kidding. Uh, go ahead. Corey Davis uh, finishes in the. Top twenty-four. Ooh, uh, I like. Yeah, it's it's possible. He's a good target wow. share while he was in um, good target share in uh, Tennessee. Good yards per route run. Pair him with a rookie QB. It'll take a little bit to get there, but I definitely think he's the alpha in the offense. He has a shot to do it. It's valid. Just valid. I was feeling him in ADP at wide receiver fifty-ish, and it's risen over the last couple weeks. People are finally catching you were on. Feeling him? That's kind of sus. Huh? I said you were feeling him. That's kind of sus. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, no, I was stealing him, man. Oh, but I am feeling, yeah. I'm no, a, no, I'm I got my Scott Fishbowl team has uh so many steals on it, bro. I got like Jacoby around fourteen ish, Corey right. around eleven. It would be so good if I didn't draft uh Travis Etienne in round five. Dude, so I I had I had Dobbins and that really killed me. But my roster's still looking nice. I also have Davis. Yeah. Um, what can see. you do? Uh, sorry, Ravens now. So my hot take is Mark Andrews outscores Gus Edwards in total points. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know what they did like last year. I don't even know how to compare like tight end points versus running back points. But yeah, it's possible. I'm not a big Gus Edwards guy at all. I think he sees an okay share of rushing yards. Like sees some rushing touchdowns, obviously, because that comes with the rushing attempts. But he's gonna be very, very sparsely. Not he's gonna be. He's not really gonna be using the passing game a lot, right? Right. Lamar doesn't have a high target uh, rate to his running backs. That's just uh, his tendencies. Tendencies matter for QBs to running backs. So he's gonna be close to a zero in the passing game. He'll see decent work in the rushing game, but you know, it's not even gonna matter if Le'Veon Bell is washed. If they bring him in or something, he can still screw with Gus Edwards's value. Sure. All right, you're getting a little caught up on the takes here, my man. You gotta give valid or not. Come on, Akash. Let's keep the train rolling, baby. Let's go. Valid or not. Valid? All right. Valid. I say it's valid. I'd, my very hot take is Bateman is a wide receiver two after Ooh. returning from injury. So points per game, wide receiver two? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. hate it. I don't. Hate, I mean, you have to have a pretty big year, but I mean, I like Bateman. You would. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to say valid. I think it's possible. Yeah. The volume would make it hard, but I think it's a really, really All right. good prospect. Akash, it's time. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. You'll never guess what my take is here. All right, let's hear it. Burrow greater than Herbert, valid or not? No way. I never expected that. Um, I'd say somewhere in the middle. It's not for a hot take. I've heard worse, for sure. Yeah. I'll take it as a valid. Will 
Burrow over Herbert, valid or not? That's why I asked you because he's a Bengals fan. That's massive valid. Let's go. Akash, what do you have for Bengals? Um, I had one thing. I may want to change it. I said 3,000-yard receivers. Oh, I like that. I think that's valid. That's valid. It's, it's hard. It's going to be hard because I only like that five, teams, into my burrow take, so five teams have ever done that in the past, but they're really condensed offense, no tight well, end. There's also an extra game, so that helps. Exactly. The extra game helps. No tight end helps, you know. They can do it. They have um, they have some talented receivers. I think Boyd and Chase, are, it's going to be hard for them to get there because just because Chase, he's a good rookie, but rookies don't hit 1,000 a lot, and Boyd – He's a he's a solid wide receiver three, but I think he can get there. He's gotten there before. But another hot take I was considering was uh, Higgins in the top twelve. In the volume top twelve, that's high. Sophomore sophomore jump plus the high tar- high volume could lead to a high target share. Lead to a lot of targets. You can see upward of um 140 targets. You never know. Like could be a DK Metcalf level ascension. Like it's not impossible. It's I could see it for sure. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. All right, moving on to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, my hot take is Baker Mayfield is dog water. Thoughts on that? Is what? He's dog water. Nah, I don't think he's dog water. He might not be the best for fantasy just because of the low volume offense, but I definitely think he's a better reality quarterback than people think, than fantasy people think. Because fantasy people get so caught up in like his not great production that they just kind of hate on him for reality too. It's valid. Moving on. It's valid. No, boo. Okay. Moving on. What's your Browns take? That um OBJ is a steal in round seven. Dude, I don't care where he goes. I am not drafting that man. That's okay. That's why he's that's why he can be a great value because No, I I think it's I think it's valid because he's so cheap and like I understand it. But like that's like personally I think he's such an injury risk. I just like don't like him having on my team. What injury risk? I mean the ACL, yeah, but I mean he's just been injured like the last like three seasons. Like does it matter what kind of injuries were they? I don't even care, man. I just don't that's not how injury that's not how it works. You can't just I understand. I just think like ever since he's been on the Browns, like I feel like he's just like cursed. Like he just like cannot put up fantasy points. That is the least least substantial analysis I've ever heard. You know what? Shake him out. It just hasn't <laughs> happened. I mean, like, every single year he's been on the Browns. I mean, even when he's been healthy, I mean, we haven't really got to see him settle into the Kevin's fancy offense. And I think he has a chance to shine. We just, I just haven't seen him produce in such a long time at his value, even though he's really cheap. There's just other guys on the board I'd still prefer to draft over him, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I get it. But, you know, he's still seeing a really good target. Right. No, of course, and like I, I'm not like, like he's not off my draft board totally necessarily. Like, I like I've drafted him in a couple of leagues. I just don't like it. Doesn't feel good when I pick him. If that makes sense. Right. I mean, his target share. Um, the uh, first year at Cleveland, right? What was it around? It was like 26, right? Which is a mark of a good wide receiver. It's solid. Yeah. It's pretty much in line with what he had every year in. Um, New York in new york and then it last year was around 22 23 just because i the game left early hurts to him it's low it's a small simple size but i definitely think that he's being overhated if the volume changes from pretty bad to like average he can be a steal in round seven he can be a solid like wide receiver two he has or like could be a wide receiver one you know the no, volume could be there for him. he's a great get late i just uh it just doesn't feel mm-hmm. safe to me i don't um, right, moving on, yeah. though, 
Moving on, um, Steelers. You never see this one coming. I have Najee finishing as a top eight running back. So valid. That's so valid. The same player. That's crazy. I wonder if I'm gonna say uh, say something. I'm gonna say he finishes outside of the top fifteen. Yeah, that is so not valid. That is not valid. Yeah, that's so valid. What do you mean? He's gonna be yeah. like this year's Clyde Edwards-Helaire or something. Nope, nope, nope. Can you nope. believe he's like dynasty wide dynasty running back five right now? It's awful. Truly horrible. What? Can't believe that's way too high. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. You should. That's it's like totally that. a sell. Right? Redraft. This is redraft. Yeah, it's a, it's just um, hot takes. I can give any hot take I want, Luke. This is fair. my show too now. That's fair. That's on the, Your take. My hey, name's there. Your take is fine, but I just disagree. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Houston Texans. Let's jump into the dumpster fire. Uh, my hot take here is that Philip oh, Lindsay is a top twenty-four running back at the end of the season. He could. I mean, it's a very uncertain backfield, right? It's possible he takes it over. I think so. Nah, he's going very late, and he could be could be a steal. Not really. A, yeah, I could. It's possible. I mean. It's not like the team's hurting his ability to be a uh, solid running back, right? I said I didn't even don't even want to touch it. The only, I mean, it's really hard to like anyone in this uh, offense for fantasy. I, I mean, you can make arguments for all of them late because they're all going super late because everyone hates them. But I didn't even want to touch it. You know, if I had to give a hot take of fantasy, it'd be Cooks is top twenty four again. But. I like it. I said that they um get the first overall pick, but don't draft the quarterback. Oh, what do you think? No way, they huh? have to draft the quarterback. I feel, I feel they like don't they have to. Quarterback. I feel like, I feel like they they hot take, you know? Yeah, it, go full rebuild yeah. mode. Like win like one or two games, draft Thibodeau, first overall. Lose a ton of games next year too, and then draft like a, draft a quarterback next year. Like the, the what the Browns did. Huh? The twenty twenty three quarterback class is really good too, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard to evaluate quarterback classes because, like, you see, so often you see five. I don't do Debbie much, but so often you see five stars failing, right? Or like guys coming from two stars to become first rounder. You know, anything can happen. But you know, it's like what um what the Browns did a couple years ago, where they got Miles Garrett, they passed on all the yeah. quarterbacks there, and then because you know Rattler, Howell. People are down. They didn't have great games, so I've heard. So, you know, people are getting a little down on them. And then they come back. Yeah, that was really bad from what I saw. Yeah. And then Rattler looked okay. So, you know, yeah. who knows? Who knows? He's stocked wildly changed throughout the year. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, guys, I feel like every year now there's a guy that, like, springs up draft boards. Mm-hmm. Like, years ago we saw Burrow, like, skyrocket. And then, Burrow, I mean, that's exactly what yeah. 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 I mean, it happens. It, it happens. All right, but, uh. Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I have Michael Pittman has a low key, like a low key breakout season. Like I not said, like, uh, not like league breakout. That's messed up. Cackers. What? Cackers. Yeah, go ahead. That's fucked up, dude. What the hell, man? <laughs> Why? I don't know. I, don't, I just don't like Michael Pittman here near that much. It's okay. I said <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> what? Do so you just hate him? I just don't like his outlook, so I don't know. That's fair. 
That's sure. how it is. I said that no player on this team hits 100 targets. None of them. I like it. I kind of like it. Yeah, the same thing we saw last year. I mean, like all the wide receivers are so like mediocre to bad. All the tight ends are mediocre to bad or just bad. Naeem Hines is not going to get 100 targets. And just that's just how it is. You can see it, right? I definitely can. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have DJ Chark finishes outside the top 30. Oh, I like it. I'm not a big DJ Chark guy. I said that Visca has a big breakout, but like that also lines up with DJ Chark because, like, for a rookie QB to support a big breakout like Visca, it's gonna come at the cost of the other two wide receivers. For sure. I like I actually Marvin don't Jones is like really good, or DJ Chark's really good, or anything. Visca had a really good rookie season for what he did, what he had. He like I made these like rookie season comps. A couple uh, days ago, I don't know if you saw a lot of them, but this is just this isn't like play style or like or anything like that. It's just comparing stats like rookie stats of one player to the rookie stats of another player using like target share, yards per team attempt, points per game, etc. Right? You want to know Viscous comps? Sure. They might get you hyped because if you trust them, if you trust the process, you might start to like Visca more and more. It's Calvin Johnson, Des Bryant. Mike Wallace, Greg Jennings, Hakeem Nix, Lee Evans, DJ Moore, Jordan Matthews, Cordero Patterson, and Kerry Colbert. Only a couple of those players never broke out. So, it's a really long list. So, I mean, yeah. that definitely is a good indicator. I'm just kind of interested to see how Urban Meyer uses the offense. You know, mm. be interesting. Yeah. All right, moving on to Tennessee Titans. Awesome. Um, you said this wasn't very hot before we started recording, but uh, Ryan Tannehill is a top eight quarterback. I think yeah, yeah, he was like QB last year, right? I mean, yeah, but like his, I don't think his ADP is that high. I think he's mm-hmm. finished. I think he's going around like, like QB eleven or something right now. Yeah, I, I think he's gonna have a really good season with the. With the I mean, the difference between like QB eleven and QB a is probably gonna be like just a couple points per game. You know, it's like he could you know a couple ch- touchdowns here or there, change it, maybe he falls into the end zone a bit like he did last year and the year before. Yeah, What's yeah. Your- I said that um, neither Julio nor AJ Brown finish as a wide receiver one. It's valid. It's valid. Yeah. It's valid. You could see it, right? Because of the low volume, it, it's possible. It's a low volume, high touchdown efficiency offense. Exactly. And you can't bet on the efficiency as much as you can bet on volume. So they, can both, like, they can cannibalize each other's ceilings for sure. It's going to exactly. be interesting if it happens. Yeah. That's, that's basically, yes. Took the words out of my mouth, man. Good, good shit. How do, you, how do we feel about Russell Wilson this season? Will he be another first half wonder? We got a question. I think, he'll have a, I think he'll be a wonder in his first half and his second half. I think he's going to have a good year. Uh, yeah. I mean, I Seahawks real quick, because my take has Russell Wilson in it. Yeah, let's do Seahawks. Let's do Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, for, for me first, uh, I'm going to say DK Metcalf disappoints and Dwayne Eskridge surprises. Um, I think, yeah, I think I think Metcalf's going to be a disappointment to ADP, um, just because I don't see him having that big of a year. And then Dwayne Eskridge, I think he's just completely under the radar, and he's worth a deep stash in like dynasty leagues and stuff. So, pretty yeah. interested in that. But uh, what, what's your take? I think Dwayne Eskridge is underrated for radar for a reason. He's a fine prospect. It's just that he's two really good wide receivers ahead of him. Not much for sure. For sure. Thoughts. I don't know. I like Metcalf. I don't, I'm going to say that that is not valid. Versus ADP, uh, it could be valid just because he's going pretty high right now, like wide receiver eight. So you can see him finish at like wide receiver twelve or something. That's like a pretty a kind of a disappointment relative to where you drafted him. But like, I can't see him having a bad year. But uh, my, my hot take is uh, Russ finishes as the uh, VQB1. It's a pretty hot take, right? 
especially with the um, current landscape of quarterbacks with guys like Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, but, you know, you combine. Well, hmm? I definitely can see it because, I mean, yeah, like, he, awesome. we've seen him go off like that before. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, like, is, does the team want that to happen? You know, I think they might be running the ball. I think they do. Man, like, the last year they passed a lot in neutral situations. And then you add Shane Waldron and coming over to the Rams, who also passed a lot in neutral situations. I think the narrative that this team's going to be run heavy is completely bogus, man. Like, you I think it's going to be the opposite. You combine, I think they're going to be pretty pass heavy. And then you combine that with Russ, Russ's just talent as a quarterback, right? Plus his rushing uh, rushing upside. You could see, uh, I could see him finishing as uh, the QB1. It's possible. For sure. All right, under the Denver Broncos, uh, for, for me, uh, valid or not, Jerry Judy, top 24 wide receiver. Okay. And I'm going to say not valid. Not valid. What? And PPR with Teddy Bridgewater quarterback? Come on. What would you say with it? With Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater and a full PPR? I think it's going to happen, man. I don't see it. The everything that people say about um, Judy gets helped out so much by Bridgewater is just—it's not true, man. Just because like people that. are like, "Oh, Bridgewater loves to throw short so much, and that helps Jerry Judy, right?" But then Jerry Judy was um, had such a high ADOT last year that's like, well, Judy's well, not really. Well, his quarterback, and he likes to throw deep. Well, yeah, but ADOT's not a QB stat; it's a uh, wide receiver stat. That's fair, but I'm just saying, like, I, I, Teddy Bridgewater is a lot more consistent. That's what I like. It's yeah, he's definitely a better quarterback than Drew Lock for sure. I just, I, uh, my hot take is Sutton over Judy, which shouldn't be a hot take looking yeah, at the two yeah. players. But if you look at ADP and look at what people are saying about them, it feels like it, it's a hot take now. But I definitely yeah. like Sutton over Judy. Yeah, I like that one for sure. Uh, moving well, on to the Kansas the Alpha there, right? What do you say? Sutton's the Alpha there. Yeah, he is. He is, for sure. I think for fantasy, I think we could see Judy take a leap. But I think for real life, it's definitely sudden, for sure. Yeah. All right, moving on to the Chiefs. I have uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire scoring over eight touchdowns this season. Mm. Crazy how that's a hot take that a uh, that a uh, running back is going to be used a lot, scoring touchdowns in a very good offense. That's crazy yeah. how it's a hot it's take. Weird. Now, it's weird. He's um, didn't score a lot last year in goal line. I don't know. I don't, I don't know look much at goal line usage. But what about you? He's a small guy, but he is uh, definitely has a thickness to be a uh, power through the line, I guess. Mine is uh, Miko becomes an unusable dynasty asset right now. You could say really? you can buy, you can sell him for like a second right now, and he's going in like the ninth round of redraft. Like people are legitimately thinking, hey, Miko Hardman's gonna take a leap as a Chiefs wide receiver too, and I just don't see it at all. He's definitely. A huge fade for me. Like I've never seen a bigger fade. He's gonna be a weekly flex play at best, in my opinion. Mm. At best, he's gonna not be a bust. Fair enough. <laughs> not like a usable guy, but a guy who just hangs around the league for a couple uh for a few years, like fucking. But I think he's definitely gonna disappoint in a big way relative to what people are expecting drafting him in the top hundred picks. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah, I don't know. All right, moving on to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I don't know how hot this is, um, but I have Waller outscoring Kittle in points per game. Yeah, that's uh, that's what ADP says. So, really? I, get I feel like I see Kittle before Waller. But I no, I saw that a lot at the beginning of the offseason, like like May or something. I was like, I can't believe y'all like Kittle more than Waller. And then everyone was like, you're wrong. Screw you. And now everyone agrees with me. Interesting. Just saying. All right, what about you? And... I had um, Waller 120 catches, 100 
Dear uh, God, hundred yards. Yeah, that'd be insane. That would be crazy, right? But he see last year he had like a thirty percent target share, man. Yeah. He's legitimately seeing so much. He's earning so much volume. He's gonna be such. He's basically like, you know, he, you know how he's a wide receiver in a tight end's body. He's also a top five wide receiver who you can put in your tight end spot, man. It's crazy. Facts. Facts. All right, moving on to the LA Chargers. For me, uh, mine's that Justin Herbert takes a step back in fantasy points per game. Um, this is a pretty unpopular, but I think the offensive coordinator change is a big deal. Uh, for that team, I think his ADOT's going to come down and the team's going to be a bit more conservative with him. I don't think he's going to uncork the deep ball as much and he's going to hit. I, I don't think he's going to be bad. I just think, don't think he's going to take the, the leap that people think he is. He easily could. Like, I, don't get me wrong. That's yeah. certainly in his range of outcomes. Awesome. And I'm not saying that he's not going to have a second year breakout. He definitely could. But for me, I just, I'm pumping the brakes on it a little bit because I mm-hmm. think that the projections are a little too uh, bright and rosy for what I think it actually yeah. is. I guess, yeah, I don't know. Not anything, like, substantial for me, but I'm just, like, not feeling Herbert, I guess you could say. But Fair. mine is um, Keenan and Eckler both top five at their position. Ooh. Herbert is not. Okay. You think – you're saying Keenan – is this PPR? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. I only work in PPR. Man. That's what everyone does. Yeah, I mean, I do as well. But you know what I mean. I, you got to make sure. got to make sure. Uh, yeah. All right, onto the onto the Cowboys. Mine is that Dak finishes as a top three quarterback. Mm, I definitely don't agree with that one. That's fine. That's fine. I don't I agree with it. Man. I understand it. The rate is pretty – that he was going at was pretty – like it looks pretty unsustainable. Definitely. Unsustainable. I, think that, I, think, I think reality is somewhere in between the two, right? And I feel like even mm-hmm. if he falls in that range – I mean, literally never finished not as a QB1, I'm pretty sure, uh, when he's healthy. And I think going to do that again. He's – Yeah, good. but top three, that's a pretty – you know, like – Saying he didn't, he hasn't finished. He's barely finished outside like the top twelve. Isn't enough to back up your top three claim. Like, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that I think that hmm. the truth of like the extreme QB one and the right. top twelve guarantee. I think it's somewhere in the middle, and I think that he's probably going to finish around top five. But I, I think, think he can definitely crack the top three, and that's why I'm saying. I think the volume five. falls a bit as the defense gets better, sure. right? Like new well, situations that didn't pass as much. Right, it's still Zeke's offense too. It's just like it's like they're kind of they're not run first or pass first. They're just sort of in the middle. Yeah, at least they want to be. The defense being bad forces them to pass more. And then on the ground, you're not getting as much off like coming off the ankle injury. I don't think you're going to see much on the ground, which definitely hurts his top three ceiling or top five ceiling. Which I think uh, I don't know. I'll see it. Fair enough. They're definitely a great QB. What do you have? What do you have? I have um, no top. 12 wide receivers. I guess it's sort of the same thing as the uh, Titans. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I think CD is going to crack that top 12, but mm-hmm. I definitely can see him not. For sure. I can see him going like, I can see him like barely finishing outside and then Amari also doing the same. You know, like a few touchdowns break right, a couple long plays, you know, they crack the top 12. But, you know, oh. I can see him not doing that. Okay. Well, moving on to the, the Giants. I don't know if we talked about this already. I think we have on Twitter. Uh, mine is that Kenny Galladay is one of the steals of the draft this year for fantasy. I don't care what you're saying, Akash. If I was going to pick uh, this year's Stephon Diggs, which is ridiculous, I would pick Odell Beckham. But no, the reason I the reason I gave the Stephon Diggs comp on Twitter is because mm-hmm. he moved teams. That's the thing. Moved yeah. teams, a wide receiver that gets faded that has good value in drafts. That's exactly what happened to Diggs last year. 
I'm not saying he's gonna that's keep the similarity then though, like right? Like Yeah, I'm not saying he's gonna have a breakout like that. I'm just saying that I think he's a good value for where he's being drafted at right now. Yeah, I don't know. He's a talented guy. He has a high He just doesn't earn that targets like that. Like That's fair. You know? It's fair. I'm just saying though. I think he, I think he could surprise people. Plus the hamstring injury. I don't know. I haven't seen many updates on that recently. It's definitely uh it's definitely messing with him earlier, right? Yeah. Yeah, I had um mine which is the very, very hot take of um, Saquon comeback player of the year and 2,000 scrimmage yards. I love it. Yeah? Oh, my love God. It. I think he goes out and just shuts everyone up because he's such a great player when healthy, right? That's it's great. so much fun to watch. He's a great talent. Like, in his first, like, in his rookie season, as a rookie, no one has done this. Of He saw 80% of his team's rushing attempts and 20% target share, which is insane, right? You'll be hard pressed to find any running back who does that in a given year, let alone a rookie who does that. So I definitely think he has a crazy high ceiling. You know, he just comes. I it's possible he just comes back completely dominates in the rushing game and the receiving game, and um, comeback player of the year. I really hope to see it. I like it. I, I actually would be comfortable betting on him as comeback player of the year or Dak. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Dak could get that, yeah, CMC, both. There's a lot. That's the only reason oh, that's like, yeah. I'm that's not true. a betting man, but there's a lot of um, contenders for that. I think it's probably going to be Dak now that I say it. Who win games? You never know. Like, you could yeah, be so many. All right, up next we have the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, for me, it's Hurts has a monster fantasy season with Devontae Smith finishing as a top 20 wide receiver. Um, I know you're very big on anti Devonta Smith, but I mean the pathways there. He's a talented wide receiver who's likely going to get a high target share, and mm-hmm. he's going to be the number one target for Jalen Hurts. And I see him having a really good season. I could see him having an okay season. I don't know about having much of a ceiling, but uh, mine is the opposite of that. Devonta Smith disappoints in a big way relative to his top 30 ADP, but that he doesn't fall that much in dynasty. Oh, nice. Clear he said, uh, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on Higgins, the Bengals wide receiver core. Thanks for the rust info, too. No problem. Um, if, how, how do you feel about the Bengals wide receiver core, Kosh? I feel okay about them for fantasy. Definitely. They're really talented, like, individually in real life. But, you know, like we like you see before, they cannibalize each other. I think Higgins, I think Higgins, like, kind of separates himself from the pack, based kind of. But Jamar Chase, like, not that much far behind. But I definitely think Boyd's going to be the odd man out. Not going to be a ton of usable production. You're drafting him as a wide receiver three, but he's going to be the type of guy where, like, oh, I don't know if I can start him this week, right? I definitely think that Higgins um, has a really good ceiling, really talented receiver, good rookie season. Um, That gives him a high ceiling, alpha build. And Chase is a phenomenal prospect. So, Agreed. Very uh, talented individually. Yeah, but for wide receivers for the Bengals, I mean, Kosh kind of nailed it. I think Boyd's going to have an okay season for fantasy. Um, I think Higgins and Chase are kind of tied for me as, like, the breakout picks. Mm-hmm. They're both going to have really good years, and they both have massive upside. I think the thing that leans it towards Chase for me is the touchdown upside for him. He could easily be the team's leading red zone target, and I would rather have that. I'm doing that. What do you say? I could see either of them doing that. You know, touchdowns are really a toss-up. Yeah, it is. I, I just I lean Chase just because I feel like he has a higher upside. Um, but I love I love both Higgins and Chase. I think they're mm-hmm. all I think they're all viable options for sure. The thing for Higgins versus Chase is it's easy for me to bet on Higgins 
with top 24 price because of the rookie season we saw and then the projected sophomore jump into like potentially being top 12 right but it's harder for me to bet on chase as at top 20 uh if he had top 24 price because um rookies uh the uncertainty of rookies and it's hard to draft a rookie that high like the Jeff, Justin Jefferson's like rookie season all the rookies last year are completely skewing people's views of rookies they're being drafted a bit too high for me but luckily the preseason drops which everyone's hating on and everyone's caring so much about it drops his ADP to a much more manageable place like the eighth round or something where it's like now he's a steal I was fading him earlier in the offseason but now he's basically a steal for sure all right getting back on track here uh did you already yeah, give your Eagles hot take huh did you give your Eagles hot take yet yeah I did okay let's move on to Washington then uh for me it's Logan Thomas is a top eight tight end yeah. Um, I, I feel like it's pretty average for his draft position, as you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, Kosh. But I think that the industry is lower on him than he should be. And I think, yeah, he's in for another I've, seen, good I've seen people call him like Gary Barnes 2.0, which is ridiculous, yeah. right? He's in for another good season, in my opinion. I mean, the volume, like, um, you know, the mentality of like targets are earned, right? Yeah, and so now last year, the 19% target share. And if you think those are earned, which I do, you shouldn't have any reason to believe that he'll like completely fall off the map because it's not like they added some alpha wide receiver. Terry McLaurin was there last year. They added Curtis Samuel, whose career high in target share is 19%. They added De'Ami Brown, who, even though I like him, is still a uh, round three guy, right? And they added Adam, Adam Humphreys, who's almost nothing at this point of his career. He's just like a depth piece. Like, I don't know, like look at Keelan Cole on the Jets. That's Adam Humphreys, I guess. But uh my thing is that uh diami brown who i just talked about is a late round gem okay you know it's a bit of a hot take just because like if you if we knew it was gonna be a late round gem, we'd be drafting a lot higher but the piece the puzzle pieces are all there for him to be like have a good rookie season right like he had two years of production in, in college at unc he was drafted in the top in day two he was a junior declare he has a he has a possibility of getting a role early uh, in the season. You know, coming in three wide receiver sets, possibly even two wide receiver sets if um, Samuel's in the slot and comes off on two wide receiver sets. You know, I can see a path for him to have a role and for him to earn targets at a rate that makes him semi usable for fantasy. It looks okay. Uh, moving on to Chicago Bears, uh, for me, another daddy take. Uh, mine is Darnell Mooney oh, is daddy. Awesome, really? What, Darnell Mooney? Yeah. I said uh, Mooney just flops. I said, Damn Mooney. it, dude. Come on. Huh? Sue me, I guess. Fine. I can help it if, I'm, if I don't like bad wires. Let's have Mooney the tiebreaker here because they're both pretty extreme. Daddy yeah. or not? Darnell Mooney. No Will says no daddy, so I guess not. Unfortunately. Yeah, let's go, Will. Who knows what's up, man? Unfortunate. Okay, moving on to Detroit Lions. Uh, mine is Amon Ross St. Brown leads the team in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very open, you know, like not a lot of, not a lot of guys. It, like receiving touchdowns or just touchdowns in general? Uh, receiving. Okay, yeah. Otherwise, I'd have to give it to Swift, who sure. I'm saying will be top eight as my hot take. Top eight? Everything's there for him, man. Yeah. That is not valid. It's called a hot take, Luke. God, is not valid at all. Whoa. Not what do you get when you combine a wide like when you combine a running back who's gonna be used semi as a workhorse, right? 
Jamal Williams gets his How gets his. Huh? No, Sam gets used kind of as a work. Bro, it's not like he's going to get 300 carries, but he's not going to be like what it was in the rookie season of him only seeing 114 carries, right? Like he was seeing 15 plus uh, carries and uh, after he became a starter, he was seeing that in pretty much every game. You know, the, the, he could easily be used that way. And then you also have the upside of what, 100 targets. Like it's insane that people are down on him so much. There's, there's a clear path to tremendous upside here. Fair, fair. All right, uh, moving on. Green Bay Packers. Um, mine is that Aaron Rodgers disappointed. I just I haven't like QB ten, which is yeah. low ADP. I just don't like him very much. I see, hot take that Aaron Rodgers is in the top twelve QB. Like at this point of his career, he's not offering much on the ground. He's not a complete zero. I think he rushed for a little bit last year, but he's not like he was like like five years ago or something, right? You know, we're expecting the touchdown rate to decrease, but you know, you could see it decrease more than we expected to, and then him to fall outside of the um, top 12. It's possible just because of, yeah, yeah, just because like these passing quarterbacks hard for them to compete in today's rushing NFL. Like in for fantasy, you could easily see him falling outside the top 12 if he doesn't pass for enough, enough touchdowns. All righty, moving on to the Minnesota Vikings. Mine is Adam Thielen is still a top 15 wide receiver. Yeah, people are hating on him so much, man. Like sure. these, these productive wide receivers, they find, they just produce like, He's just a good player, straight up. Like, it's not about it, man. He's just you a can't good bet against good players like that, man. Like, people are dropping him, like, outside of the top 24. It's like, what are you doing here, man? Crazy. Mine is uh, Justin Jefferson uh, establishes himself firmly as Dynasty wide receiver one. He's already there right now in keep like track it. up, but I think he separates himself even more. After a tremendous rookie season, it's hard for me not to rank him as a Dynasty wide receiver one. I think he could, he could possibly take a sophomore jump into, like, into uh, – there's like not much room to grow just because he's so high up already. But another year of production, like we saw last year, or maybe a little something on top, even you can see him uh, really solidify himself to a point where no one's questioning it and he becomes like almost un- untradeable in Dynasty. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, moving on. Uh, Atlanta Falcons minus Calvin Ridley could finish as the wide receiver one with his giant yeah. workload. It's not that hot. That's, but I think that's, that's definitely possible. Yeah, tag, tag Hutchinson Brown, man. Yes, sir. Because, like, really, he's going to see a tremendous – he's going to earn a tremendous target share, right? Plus a high air yard share. It's on a high-volume offense. He's like, the pieces are all there for him to finish as an elite wide receiver in fantasy. I have him – I said hot take that he sees 170 targets, which just another way to say 10 per game, right, which is pretty – you know, you say it's a – oh, maybe that's a little crazy. But last year he was a decoy in one game left one game early and missed another game, still saw 143 targets. So that's 11 per game. So there you go. Should it be a hot take? Maybe it shouldn't. But people might push back on that. I could I could see that in the cards for him upcoming this year. Yeah, what's your take, sir? That's mine. Yeah, 170 targets. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I think it's, yeah, I think it's definitely possible. How do you feel about Pitts with that relationship, though? Well, what about it? I mean, he could be a solid. I don't. I think he's like overpriced as like tight end four in redraft. And can you believe it? Tight end one in dynasty. That's too much for me, right? Like I would take the three main tight ends over him probably. Yeah. But I definitely think he's a really good player and that he'll, he'll have a role. It's not like a, it's not like going to be other, not going to be like other rookie tight ends where he's like near zero. Evan Ingram kind of set the blueprint in his rookie season of what you could see an athletic tight end do. And like Kyle Pitts is way is 
better than Evan Ingram was in his rookie season. So, for sure, I mean, it's good. possible. Like, I, it's been, I don't see him like you know, Alpha's the first, right? For really, and then I, I don't see Pitts like threatening him or anything. Like, Julio Jones, when Julio Jones is on the field, really is so elite. So, who knows, man? There's, there's a lot of stuff that can happen. There's a lot of yeah. stuff that can happen with Pitts. I mean, they offense can support both of them, no problem. It's not like this is a low volume offense. Yeah, it's very high. Um, dude, speaking of, <laughs> I was drafting a kicker the other day, and oh. like only league I'm in with a kicker, and Young Way Koo is being slept on right now. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Even you know, on my dog, it's like, so hard to predict year to year. I mean, he's an accurate kicker. He's a good kicker, and he's on a high volume offense that like moves the ball semi well. Like. It's kind of tough with kickers just because you don't want the offense to be too good because then you're only kicking extra points instead of uh, field goals. But I think uh, Falcons could slide into that range of, like, the offense is okay but, like, not good enough to score all the time. So it's just, like, field goal after field goal after field goal. I can see it. Yeah, I mean, don't sleep on Young Way Koo if you draft kickers, which I don't. Don't sleep on Young Way Koo, man. Don't sleep on him, bro. Like Legend. Legendary young Lakou. Goaded. Coded kicker. Literally good. Yeah. Uh, Carolina Panthers. My, uh, We have another daddy taking inbounds. Uh, Terrace Marshall is daddy. Oh, is boy. My hot take. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't see a path for him to be, like, fantasy relevant. I could see he's, like, fantasy stuff improving if he, like, shows flashes. But he's I don't see it. He's this year's Chase Claypool. I planted that flag. He is. Eh. He is. Really nice. condensed, like that was a really condensed offense, and Chase Claypool, like high touchdown, already got got him there, like got him into the top um twenty four barely, right? Yep. Whereas I don't think Marshall um takes over like Robbie Anderson in the pecking order this year, maybe down the line. But I still think Robbie's a tremendous, uh, not tremendous. I think he's a really solid wide receiver. I don't see Marshall like overtaking him. It's not like Marshall's profile was like amazing, right? Like if this was a prospect like chase or even like bateman who's stepped down from chase like i would this would be a different conversation in my opinion but i don't see him like being super fantasy relevant as the fourth option in that offense yeah what's your take sir yeah my hot take i can't believe it's a hot take but dj moore scores seven plus touchdowns can you believe that's a hot take yeah why Touchdowns are so unpredictable, man. That's just like, oh, maybe he falls into the end zone a couple times. <laughs> maybe remember that remember that play at Todd Gurley where he like wasn't supposed to go in the end zone. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Nick Chubb did it, and everyone was mad. And I was like, well, I have no Nick Chubb share, so I don't really don't care. Oh yeah, yeah, that was so. Funny. Dude, dude, I was talking the other day on uh, like not the other day earlier today on Twitter with someone who kept saying that scoring touchdowns is a skill, and I'm just like, it's not. It's not a skill. It's just something that players do. Imagine if you got six extra fantasy football points if you if you cross like the forty four yard line or something. How ridiculous would that be? And like, is it a skill to cross the forty four yard line, or is it you're in the right place at the right time, right? So right. I definitely, yeah. Fair enough. All right, moving on to the New Orleans Saints. My hot take is that Michael Thomas is the league winner. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are saying to fade him on Twitter right now, and it doesn't make any sense to me. If you build a stable team and you can get him in the middle rounds. And then, mm-hmm. like, when it comes fantasy playoff time, you can add Michael Thomas to your roster as like your flex. Right. It's nasty. Like that. If he comes back at full strength and Jameis is still the starting quarterback, like mm-hmm. he's gonna be a league winner for sure. Well, he's guaranteed out until week eight, right? 
Yeah, I believe so. It's, it's really hard to make the playoffs, like, if you're in a hole for the first few games you release. So it's like there's a point where, like, I'll take him just, like, because he'll be good down the stretch. But then you also have to consider, like, making it to the stretch. But I agree. I have a hot take that he's top five um, upon return. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have fresh legs. He's going to have fresh legs. I mean, yeah. I, I guess as fresh as you can be off ankle surgery. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's gonna be rested, is what I mean. Like he'll be rested. <laughs> he'll definitely be rested. That, that's he'll for sure. He'll be rested, man. Listen, he's gonna be rested as hell. He's gonna be. He hasn't played. Yeah, at that point, he wouldn't have played football in a year, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he, he got went on IR like ra- a week, like twelve last year or something. Yeah. Which All is right, great. Uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, for me, yeah, it's. Guess you're gonna ignore my uh, Travis like. Not, not Marquez Callaway being Travis Fulgham 2.0. That's the other half of my take. Oh, I didn't know there's another half. Sorry, yeah, your two half take. But yeah, I, yeah, I like I like that a lot. Callaway, I think, is a one year wonder, but he's gonna be awesome. Half year wonder, if that like, half year, half okay, year. Yeah, like oh, he's showing out in the preseason. Let me go put him, draft him in the eighth round. I don't get it. Right? It's not like he's Michael Thomas. Oh man. Who knows? It's going to be interesting to see how that Saints offense looks this season. Oh, yeah. I really hope Jameis doesn't get, like, benched for Taysom. He better not also cry. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Buccaneers, Tom Brady is a top six fantasy quarterback. That's going to be hard. He's going to be good. He's going to be a lot of touchdowns in a lot of yards. Last year, he was quarterback. He was QB 10, and he passed for 42 touchdowns and 4,800 yards. Did he have Antonio Brown the entire season? No, but does that matter? Yes. Why does it matter? It's just it's adding an extra weapon, but does it get him over that? I over think so. the cliff? Like how much how much do you think he could pass for? Like what yardage wise, touchdown wise, like I mean I could easily see him going over forty touchdowns this year. Easily. He did that last year and he was QB ten, like Yeah, I know. I just think that he's gonna have a monster season. I don't know. Yeah. I mean in couple injuries to the running quarterbacks. You know, a couple, couple, um, good, good games like high touchdown rates, uh, could get him there. I guess that's why it's called a hot take. I just, I can't see it. It's fair. It's fine. Yeah. Mine uh, is uh, Rojo. One, yeah, Rojo one K rushing, and then right. leads in free agency to become the uh, lead back on another team. <laughs> Wait, you have you have an off season take baked into your hot take? Yeah, it's my show. My name is literally on screen right now. I can do what I want. Don't get, don't let your ego get a little too big there, buddy. Yeah. Don't let your ego get too big. He was about to he was about to hit 1K rushing before he missed the last like three games. And it was so sad because like I really want players to get to one. Your name's gone now. It's his guest now. Absolute massive. Get off my ship. (laughs) I can see him like being a huge value. Finit like the receiving work's not going to be there, which is why there's not like a huge ceiling for him. But I could see him being like in between like RB thirteen and RB like twenty four, mate. Right? Rojo, dude, Rojo was such a steal, and uh, I was doing a draft yesterday at ESPN, and he mm-hmm. literally got drafted after Leonard Fournette. I know it's crazy. It's like, ridiculous. It's, no, it's not even that crazy because like that's where his ADP was like in the middle of the off season, and like Rojo Truthers came out in full force, pumped his ADP up. And then Lenny's ADP down, or maybe people just realize how bad Leonard Fournette is at football last year. Facts. But yeah, I definitely think like rushing wise, as a rusher, like Ronald Jones, like Leonard Fournette's not even close to him. 
He's not at all. Like, yeah. at all. And then you have Gio, like, on third downs. Like, if if Leonard Fournette's going to do anything, it's going to be more as, a, like, a receiver because that's where he's better than Ronald Jones. But then that's where Gio lives, right? And so it's just – it's, like, hard to see. It's easy to see Leonard Fournette completely failing, like, relative to what people think he can do. Yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting to see the relationship there between those three running backs. Uh, what yeah. if Keyshawn Vaughn just, like, spawns back from the dead this year? That'd be hilarious. Or cut. Right, yeah, he's closer to being cut than he used to being uh on the active roster all the time. That's so crazy, dude. He was getting so hyped, not by me, yeah, not by me either. I, I didn't like follow us. Like, we don't hype up the Keyshawn Vaughns, the Michael Carters, the Trace Sermons. We don't do the Ragers, uh uh-uh. we don't do that here. We only like good players, and that's why neither of us like Devonta Smith. We, oh, <laughs> I'm removing you from the stream. It's my show now. Just kidding. Here's a caution. Uh, that's that's an egregious take, man. I can't believe you. Yo, Adam is spamming my chat right now. Yo, Akash, he literally just put his uh, he just put your IP address on the screen. There you go. No way. <laughs> no, it's a fake one. It's a fake one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know my IP address. Uh, four twenty sixty nine seventeen thirty eight. Exactly. Exactly. You know, he he, he gets it. Yeah. What? That's an interesting comment that I just saw. Yeah, he's he's just trolling, but you know. Get him out! 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 out. I can't get him out. Get him out. He's literally a permanent. He's literally a permanent force. Literally, Anyways, I can't get rid of him. next? Since you made your list by division. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Up next is the the Cardinals. Oh uh, yeah, this is my this is my first one because uh, I did it alphabetically the right ooh, way. Gotcha! 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 Yeah. So my yeah, last um, Kyler, four thousand passing, eight hundred rushing. Oh, you don't have him cracking a thousand rushing? Come on. Why would yeah, I? Why should I? Because he's good. I mean, he's good. He just doesn't rush as much as he needs to to hit that. Fair enough. I mean, he's a good. Like he's, hey, there's there's nothing wrong with eight hundred rushing. You're looking at eight hundred rushing like it's nothing. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, yeah. yeah. No quarterback has done that in the history of the NFL, and you're saying that that's paltry, man. Like. Yo, Kosh, he's in your walls. No way. Bro, he's literally in your walls. Look around. No way. You come out and show me then. <laughs> just, just break your walls open. Prove it. Prove it. Yeah, Adam, prove Dude, it. My walls are literally made on cinder blocks, man. Like, prove if you're your in my walls, you're there forever. There's no getting out. That's fair. He's stuck. Solid walls. Yeah. My take for the Cardinals is that James Conner at value is better than Chase Edmonds. Yeah, let's get, I'll go one step further. I'll say that he's straight up better. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I was thinking of ADP. I think he's going to get so many touchdowns on the goal line. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, man. Step into that Kenny Drake role. I'm in the balls. Mm, thank you. <laughs> All right. Second to last. There you go. Yo, Dolan's in here now. No way, dude. Living in your walls. Dude, he's living in your walls. That's wild. Yeah, Boys are living in the walls in the chat right now. Exactly. Where did it Seattle, right? All right, we got uh, two more teams left here. First up, uh, LA Rams. Uh, for me, it's Cup and Woods are both top 20 wide receivers. Thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, that's what they did. They almost did that last year, except Cup had some bad touchdown luck. They're being drafted to do that. I could see it, though. I mean, yeah. My take is um, Stafford is fine people think that like he's uh what kind of hot take is that stafford is fine yeah that's because like people are like oh my god stafford in the mcveigh offense is going to the moon i just think like he's just gonna be okay like tom brady i agree 
Can we get some pogs in Twitch chat? Who what? Gonna need to see some pogs in Twi Twitch chat. Yeah, we need pogs in chat now, please. If I also need 10 pogs in Twitch chat in the next 20 seconds, I'm literally yeah. ending stream right now. Yeah, we need 10 pogs in chat. We Mahomes. got Mahomes and Bravey. Mahomes and Bravey? Mahomes and Bravey. All right. All right. We got three pogs? Three pogs? That's the wrong kind of pog. That's the wrong kind of pog. Exactly. Exactly. Are you listening to the audio version right now? I'm really sorry. You're missing a lot of things on the on the video. Um, yeah, you watch live. Okay, last team. Oh gosh. Okay. Last and 49ers. Yeah. Ayuk has more targets. Yeah. Hot take season. Ayuk has more targets than George Kittle. Yeah. That's my hot take. You think so? I mean, you think I mean that that's what's a hot take. He had a phenomenal rookie season. Like his rookie season, you don't see bad players you don't even see mediocre players have that kind of rookie season you can like sophomore jumps are very real he can take a sophomore jump into being elite like i could see it right yeah all right and my, like, yeah final take of the evening is that mm -hmm. Debo samuel leads all 49ers receiving options in total touchdowns including rushing oh the rushing might get in there are you he, are you catch rushing uh Rushing work too, though. He does, but like if you're the 49ers, who are you giving the rushing attempts to? Debo or IU? I'm giving him the Debo. Yeah. You're just giving to him uh, whoever you want to, right? It's just like get creative with it. Dude, uh, do you want to know the rookie season comps for uh, Brandon Ayuk? Give them to me. We'll Mike them. Evans, Amari Cooper, Keaton Allen, and Terry McLaurin. That's pretty damn good. If you enjoy rostering any of those players, you're, you'll enjoy rostering Brandon Ayuk. That's facts, man. Yeah. That's facts. He, he has a lead. He has an elite future. I really think so. For sure. I have him in like 70% of my dynasty right now. It's so It was so easy to buy in like earlier in the season. Right, no, before, we go, before we go, spam out that Akash is handsome. Thank you so much. Spam Akash is handsome right spam now. Spam Lucas handsome. Spam Lucas handsome. Just spam that someone's handsome and then we'll end the stream. Yeah, so spam much. that Lucas handsome. Adam, thank you so much for the IP address. Really appreciate it. For sure. So That's much. all of ours. That's his included. That's literally everyone's IP address. Thank you so much, Adam, for coming mm -hmm. to the chat. Thank you so much. We have Amugus and mm -hmm. IP addresses. Thank you so much, chat. Thank you for coming. This is out. why you watch on Twitch. This is why you watch live. You get IP addresses live, live IPs. Can we get a message that fills up the entire screen? Yeah, can we get you, uh, send something that fills up the Boom. entire screen? Boom, ball. Thank you, yo. Very Game good. guy, he's with it. He's with it. Yo, that's Will. Will. No way, Will. Yo, thank you so much, Will. Can we get a round of applause for Will for coming out to the stream tonight? Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. We Love will see you it. again on Thursday or Wednesday live. Follow Luke Sawhook. He's verified on Twitter. I am verified. Follow Kosh. He is verified. Yes. Follow YZR underscore fantasy. You'll enjoy following him. No, you won't. All right. Goodbye.